Well, welcome to today's Central Moment. Today is Thursday, or as I like to call it, Bow Tie Thursday. I started wearing bow ties to work years and years ago, and it's just kind of been a tradition that continues for me. I started wearing bow ties. I got really into bow ties when I was a math student back in college, and it kind of carries forward to this day. And uh, that's, believe it or not, going to come into play when we look at today's name. We've been looking this week at the names, uh, the descriptive names of the Messiah that are found in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And today's name is the Everlasting Father. And we've noted with all of these names that they describe features that might be associated with earthly kings, but when we dig in, they're not. They're associated with God himself. And that's very much the case with this one today. Of course, we've heard phrases like, may the king live forever. And for, for centuries and centuries, uh, cultures would try and ascribe eternal life to their kings and rulers, only to find that never did they actually live forever. And we've also often heard of kings being referred to as a father-like figure for the nation. Well, that's not at all what Isaiah is doing in this phrase. He's not describing a parental father like your dad. He's not describing uh, also God the Father as, as, as in the Trinity. This is not addressing Jesus' role in the Trinity in, in any way. This phrase is more like an idiom. It means we should translate the phrase together to come to one concise meaning. And uh, a better way of looking at it, not father like those other ways, but father here means more like source or originator. Like we would say, Satan is the father of lies. That would be the type of, of, of construction here with the word father. So this is saying that, Jesus, uh, that the Messiah is the father of eternity, uh, the father of the source, the originator of eternity. So this can't be referring to an earthly king like Ahaz or Hezekiah in the book of Isaiah. This has to be referring to God himself. And the opening statement of John chapter 1 confirms that Jesus fulfills this. It says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. But that establishes that Jesus is eternal. But what does it mean for Jesus to not only be eternal, but to be the source, the originator, the Father of all eternity? Well, when I think about concepts like eternity, I tend to put on my math hat. And I think about the concept of infinity. We all kind of have a grasp of that, right? You know, like if we started counting, and we're going to count to the biggest number, we would just count forever. We'd be counting towards infinity for eternity. So you can see that those two concepts are very, very related. But the shocking thing when you dig into math is that there's lots of different infinities. Not all infinities are necessarily created equal, so to speak. Uh, and mathematicians describe this by a concept called cardinality, that, that the cardinal number for a set can be bigger even if, it's, even if they're both infinite sets. We think of a set, that's like a container of numbers. So imagine we've got an invisible container here, and we're going to start dropping the even numbers. And we all know what even numbers are. So we're going to start at 2 and 4 and 6. We're going to just keep filling them up. Well, when do we stop? We never run out of even numbers. That's an infinite container. It's got to be infinitely big to hold all of the even numbers. Let's set another container here next to it. And on this one, we're going to drop all of the, all of the, the, the whole numbers. So we'll start at 1. So 1, 2, 3, 4, and we just keep going, and that will be infinite as well, right? Well, we can immediately see that both of these containers contain an infinite set of numbers. But this one that has the whole numbers is bigger because every time we drop a number in here, we have to drop two numbers in here. So when we drop two in here, we drop one and two in here. 
So even though they're both infinite, this set of the whole numbers is bigger. In fact, it wholly contains the set of even numbers in the process. And when we start thinking about infinite sets, you know, we could keep going, and there's different ones. If we did the, the set of integers, we'd have all of these numbers plus their negative, so it's even bigger. What if we did the rational numbers? It's bigger. The real numbers are bigger than that. So there's different levels of cardinality as it relates to infinity. Well, there has to be one that's the biggest, and mathematicians have a name for it. It's called omega, and it is the infinite container that contains all of the other infinities. And in the same way, when we say Jesus is the everlasting Father, He is the eternity, the eternal container that contains all of the other eternities. Colossians 1.15 talks about this. It says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. In Him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. So He was before everything that was made, but He's still here because in Him all things hold together. So what does this mean for us? It means all of our days, and that's even our eternal days if we're in Christ Jesus. We, we've, we've been grafted into eternal life, but the eternal life that we have is fully contained inside the eternity that Jesus is because Jesus is the source of all eternity. Psalm 139.16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So he sees everything that has happened to us, and he sees everything that will happen to us. Our eternity is secure in him. But the second thing it means is he's really big. He's really big. And Jesus himself acknowledged this right before he went up to heaven. Matthew 28, 18, he says, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And that can only be given to him, all authority, because he is the source of all eternity. Now, I don't know what things you're facing today. I, I'm suspicious that some of you are facing something big. I have some of the things I'm facing too, but I can guarantee you this. Jesus, the source of eternity, is bigger than anything we're facing. And he sees the outcome already, and he's working that outcome for our good, even if it doesn't feel good for us right now, and our eternity is safely contained in him, whatever happens. So let's pray and thank him for that. Lord, we thank you that Lord, you are big. You are the eternity that contains all eternities. You are the source of all eternity and everlasting life. And we praise you for that day. We can't even wrap our heads around that all the way. But Lord, we praise you for that. And Lord, beyond that, you take an interest in us. You have written our days in your book before any of them came to be. And we thank you for that. Lord, help us to live today with the confidence that comes from knowing our days are written in your eternal book today. We praise you for that. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.